wife and I, we got in the fight over the phrase one fell swoop. Just over this saying. And if you're, look, if you're a newlywed, you're like, well, that doesn't make sense. You're right. It doesn't. This is a double-digit married fight. <laughs> this is when you've already done all the dish fighting or the putting your clothes away fighting. This is when they're trying to mentally break you. Uh, they got you almost how they want you, and this is the one that sends it over the edge. My, so my wife, she wanted to go visit her parents one weekend, and her, her parents are divorced, and which has been hardest on me, to be honest. That's something people don't talk about, you know? When you marry into divorce, I mean, they divorced because of her, not me, so why do I have to go to 50 different houses? She wanted to go visit her parents, and she said, I want to do it in one fell swoop. Now, I've never heard my wife say the phrase one fell swoop. We've been together 20 years, she's never said it. And it felt like someone that day told her, hey, you should, you should start using one fell swoop more. And she goes, I'm about to call my husband. It goes, perfect. Use it 40 to 50 times on him. So she calls me and she goes, I want to go visit my parents. And I want to do it in one fell swoop. And I go, all right, let's do it in one fell swoop. She goes, I want to do it in one fell swoop. I go, let's do it in one fell swoop. You know, let's swoop it up. I'm down. And she kept saying it, one fell swoop, one fell swoop. I mean, over and over again. And then when she went to describe this one fell swoop trip, she goes, she goes, we'll go to my mom's, come home, then go to my dad's. And so I just like waited and she didn't say anything. And I just go, that's not what one fell swoop means. <laughs> and instead of possibly just being wrong, she goes, I, th I know what one fell swoop means. I go, yeah, it doesn't sound like you do. All right. <laughs> and we have the same last name. I can't have you out there in a one fell swoop conversation. <laughs> What do you think two birds, one stone mean? Let's just go through them all. I don't know if you know any of these. <laughs> she hangs up on me. So I get home. And you know when you walk home and you've been in a fight and you're like, all right, how long is this fight? Is it happening still? Is it over? I don't know. I got to fill it out, you know? She never uses words like sorry. I'd, I'd love to hear that. <laughs> and that's a word she definitely doesn't know what it means. And I say it all the time. I walk around the house with just a sack of sorries, just handing them out all day. <laughs> I try to give her some. Like, would you like to carry some of these? She's like, I don't have pockets, so I'm good. Uh, <laughs> we didn't talk that whole night. I mean, we're just sitting there. Our daughter's like, we're watching TV, eating. And I'm like, hey, you know your mom's crazy, right? And then she's like, did you do your homework? Or you don't be dumb like your dad? And then your, da your daughter's just like, are y'all lunatics? Uh, so I'm laying on the couch. And my wife just came over and she kisses me goodnight. And then she went to bed. And that was it, you know? That was like, I felt like it was her sorry, I guess. But she didn't say it. And so I was like laid there and I'm just thinking about it. And you think about it a lot because you're like, all right. Because you learn the longer you get married, sometimes it's like just let stuff go. You know, who cares? And the next morning I get up and I kind of still wanted to talk about it because we, we didn't talk all night, you know? So I went into her. I was like, look, uh, I got to tell you, I mean, it's just not what it means, you know? <laughs> that got it going real good. Uh, <laughs> But I felt so good about this argument, you know? I thought about it all night. I was like, you got this one in the bag, man. You should bring it back up. I'm not trying to date her anymore. I'd like to win a fight. We're going to die together. <laughs> I almost woke her up in her sleep. That's how much I was so excited. I almost just started shaking her going, it's not what it means. Her marriage almost ended in one fell swoop. So... <laughs> that time it is it's a midweek tug oh. i always feel guilty that we rub one out and finish it before we even start <laughs> just kidding no i don't 
I was going to say. No. Shut, shut no. up. <laughs> Liar. I'm Tommy. I'm Bear. We are the Unrefined Guys. Welcome to uh, the Midweek Tug. It's Wednesday. It's wild. It's wonderful. It's wacky. 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 Whacking. Wacky. Whatever. Um, well, you know, it's all those things. Have you ever had one of those fights? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I've definitely had the fights where the kids are like, okay, you guys are stupid. You know? <laughs> I've had the fights where the kids are like, what'd you do, Dad? Well, Wait a minute. That, that happens, was every fight. I was going to say, that happens all the time. Every fight I ever have. It's always my fault. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Most men, they're, they're at fault, no matter what. Now, I don't agree with that statement, but I understand what yeah, you mean yeah, yeah. because... I'm not saying yeah. it's true. I'm saying that that's usually the the, the consensus. Ladies, <laughs> you need to understand, when he talked about that sack of saris... Yeah, that is actually That true. wasn't funny. <laughs> that was gospel. Yep. That, was, that came straight out of the Bible. <laughs> There's a book in the Bible strictly for men that says you must always carry a sack of saris. And even if you don't mean it, you must hand them to her on a regular basis. Yeah. Have you ever noticed men are the only ones who are ever trying to just stop the argument? Yeah, I have noticed that. I, I don't know how many times that's happened. Have you ever found yourself walking to the house and, and she's in a bad mood? And you just say, sorry. I have. I, I, I haven't. You know, I've walked I'm, in the house and, 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 and the wife is just grumpy. And it could have been something totally different. Probably not even me, but felt like it was me. So I went ahead and said, sorry. <laughs> Questioningly. I know? wonder. I wonder. <laughs> I may have. I, it, you just become so tuned and so programmed that it, it just, uh, at one point, I remember a fight particularly that added to her pissed offedness. Okay. Will you stop saying I'm sorry? Well, what do you want? Well, I mean, don't you want an apology? I, I just no, I want. It was me. <laughs> I want to be right. She didn't say it quite like that, but I mean, that's what I heard. Um, men, just at least in my experience, I'm willing to try and push. To prove to you that you're wrong. But at some point I realize you don't have the gene that it takes <laughs> to admit. I see that you dug your heels in, so I'm yeah. going to just stop this and right now. Yeah, and <laughs> man, I'll tell you what, when I try to do that, it just pisses her off more. That you just, you're conceding the fight? You're done with it? Yeah, it's like, yeah. we had a fight, no shit, and she always, well, you over-exaggerate. No, I don't. It lasted almost seven months. Unfortunately, I'm a witness to this. Seven months. <laughs> I don't know. I, I can't. I, and, I, I, and as a friend of both of you, I'm stuck in the middle. Oh, yeah. I don't envy your position at all. <laughs> um, I can't even tell you how many times. Now, look, the first, I don't know, couple of days. Oh, yeah. No, uh-uh. I was not going to concede this one. You're wrong. I don't even remember what the fucking fight started over. Right. I just know. It was bad. Like, for the first time in our relationship, she screamed at me. Like, screamed to the point I couldn't understand what she was saying. And then I made a mistake. Hey, 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 take a breath. (laughs) Yeah, don't. don't Take a breath. Calm down a minute. (laughs) Oh, fuck. I didn't mean it like that. I was just like, you know, you see the urgency and you see that she really believes in what she's saying. And I was like, 
Okay. All right. Settle down. Settle down. I thought she was, was going to have an aneurysm. Another I was like, do. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I don't understand. Psychologically, men are dumb. Yeah. In some regards. Yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying. Because we, we are the worst at admitting we're wrong. Are we? That's what they tell me. Yeah, no, I'm, I feel That's that what I'm my pretty good at I should be. admitting it when I'm wrong, when I've been proven wrong. I don't even necessarily sometimes have to be proven wrong, but I do understand what you're saying. And I, I have gotten better at. I used to have that stubborn well, yeah, streak. Yeah. Used to? Okay. <laughs> that was deserved. Um, but I I learned over, you know, 25 years of marriage, 20 how long are you guys, you're counting, because you guys haven't been married for 25 years, married, married. Not yet, not till October. Okay. Well, even married, married, legally married. You guys haven't been together that long. Technically, right? yeah. Really? I mean, if you tack legally when, that when, she moved in and took over my if shit. If that's what you're counting. Yeah, that's legal. Okay. Um, just because, you know, you shared property and All right. by the by the law of commonalities. Yeah, 25. Okay. Now, we dated for like a couple of weeks yeah and we but do you understand what my question yeah, no is? I, I understand what you're saying like we my you parents my parents no <laughs> i see and it's just a piece to me it was just a piece of it paper. still is um i agree with you on that one but with that logic then me and my wife have been together for 21 years i want you to look at this and i know this is off topic okay. it did it again oh you see that base yeah i'm listening to myself in the headphones going i know i'm plugged up and congested but i'm not that plugged up and congested <laughs> we have this phantom audio fucker upper <laughs> that just randomly messes with the bass in my microphone especially yours and I, like i'm like god dang i sound muffled i sound you did yeah and does that better. sound better now yeah, it, it just it randomly gets moved and it's in a completely different screen so it's not like it's something that i could bump true so anyway, sorry about that. No, so my parents used to ask me, and that my dad especially, because my dad hammered on us. It was so important to him to have this piece of paper. Oh yeah, that the government somehow sanctioned, <laughs> right? And I'm like, Dad, it it's a piece of paper. Well, both of us have been married before, right? And both of us at that time bought into the. You know, need, right. need to have this piece of paper. We need to be, make it legal. Blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And on our second ones, we're like, mm. I'm in no hurry to give her half of my shit. <laughs> I'm just not. I really don't need the piece of paper. And we know? didn't. And, you know, it, it it was funny because. But it is nice to make it official. It didn't really change anything. No, all, it really didn't. But all it's, us it's legal. making it. Well, it was legal then because we had shared yeah. property. Um, but it's just. Here's the way I looked at it. Biblically speaking, yeah, we were married pretty quickly. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> Mostly because I was super excited. But uh, beyond that, um, it wasn't the only quick thing. I was just, you know, to me, and I got, I made the mistake the first time. And I'm not saying that my first wife was a mistake. Me marrying that crazy woman was the mistake. But I learned so much from it. Like, 
You knew exactly what you wanted. I knew what I wanted. I knew what what I didn't want. And I knew that whoever decided, for whatever reason, that I still don't know the answer to, they wanted to hang out with me for the rest of their life, or until they saw fit otherwise, that they needed to accept me for who I was and am when we began our friendship. Okay. Not the relationship. Yeah. Um, And so one of the conversations that my wife and I had before we even started dating was that whoever I ended up going down that path again with needed to understand that they like me so much as this friend I don't know why she's giving that look, but it's really creepy. She's very excited about something. It was like an O face with a weird twist. <laughs> it's a very excited face. That was a that was a Karen thing. But anyway, so so I I said to my wife, I said, look, that person liked me mm-hmm. so much as the person that I am that okay. they decided, hey, we could get intimate, we could date, we could become official, right. I'm going to give you all of me. And yeah. And so they knew in that moment that if that's who you liked enough to date. Right. Why then would you need to change me? Yeah, I get what you You see. So I and I made it clear to I said there are probably things about Tommy, the friend that you keep friend zoning that you don't like. Right. And that's okay. Can you accept those things that you don't like while still accepting the things that you do like and not try to change or alter those things? Okay. Fool said yes. (laughs) And that worked until about year 17, 16, 17. And then the truths, you know, started to come out. That annoys the shit out of me. That's it? Well, no, but that one's really, you know. So this is part of the reason I believe strongly, and I don't remember who said this, but it was when we were young. Marriages are too easy to be dissolved. Yeah. They just, you know, you fill out a couple pieces of paper, go to the court. Pay the money. Pay the money. Divorced. I think a marriage license should cost $20,000. I see what you're saying. You're going to think real flipping hard. <laughs> so you are, not only do you want it to be $20,000, does it? do you need to go through a background check? Right. <laughs> exactly. So Kind of like a gun. Exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah, I want to know all the faults. Should there be a week waiting period? Yeah. Well, <laughs> do you need to go through some handling classes? <laughs> there you right? go. <laughs> Test drive that son of a bitch before you get in there and commit to it. So, I, yeah, I just... I, so when you get to that point of the argument that this guy in the beginning of our, our, our show was talking about of most fights. One fell swoop. Yeah. <laughs> That's how a lot of these marriages end anymore. Um, most fights in a marriage, especially when you're in the double digit years of those marriages, most of those fights are absolutely ridiculous. Yes. When you drill down to the root cause of the fight. A lot of the fights, yeah. You know, like you said, the, the majority of the fights are ridiculously stupid 
yeah. stuff that you're fighting over. There's still fights that are meaningful and, and Absolutely. Argu- yeah, arguments right. that are meaningful, but those are rare. I agree. Yeah, I don't. Those happen, but they're rare. You know, money, whatever standards. Yeah, yeah. you know, money raising the kids. Yeah, yeah. Color of the carpet. Yeah. Whether you're going to have carpet or not. <laughs> um, yeah, all of those things. I just when I break down most fights that my wife and I have had, they've been because one of us could not swallow our pride. Oh yeah, well, that's usually the case with almost most all of them. Yeah. I would say. Um, but that's 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 true with you know fighting with another male. Mm-hmm. You know, as a guy, it, it, it's both of you are too egotistical in the fight to back off and say, mm. "I can see it from your perspective." Yeah, I don't have to agree, but I see it from your perspective. Yeah, if you were to say that in the middle of an argument with another dude, it definitely get his attention and it, probably knock him off balance. Well, it would. It would definitely would because I know if somebody would said it to me, it'd be like, "Well, fuck, why are we, why are we arguing? What are, what are we doing then?" <laughs> well, I'm just. I'm not. The problem today, I think, generally, and I don't want to say it all the time, but I think the problem generally is that we as a society have gotten so focused on everybody has to think like me. Yeah. Yet we want to be diverse. Yeah. We as want long it, as you do it we exactly want everybody the way to be I equal, want. Yeah. But. As long as you do it the way I want you to do Yeah. As long as you do it the way I told you to do or the way I believe it should be done. No, no, no. You got to do it my way. Exactly. Yeah. And, and the reality is, is, you know, you just go back 15 years. We had a very diverse group of friends when we were growing up. Yep. Um, could a group of friends like that exist today? Obviously not. I, Think about all the people that we're the only two out of that group. Right. That are still in contact that are mm-hmm. on a daily. We, we, we could talk to each other on a daily. We could do that with all of them back then. But now we're so separated on our beliefs and our, our thoughts that we all are different. The funny part about that is we had uh, a couple shows back. We talked about some of those differences and I thought to myself, you know what? It's not because we didn't. And and I I agree that our, our, our views can change and, and they do. But back then we all had different views. Yeah. But the, the, the views didn't overshadow no. The the sincere feeling of of comfort, camaraderie, and camaraderie too. and and esprit de corps, if you will, that we got from being together. Um, we sure. each brought something to the group. Perfect. It was like we were we were going to a potluck, and everybody brought something to the potluck yeah. that it, that complemented yeah. the other things. And it's like people don't you know they scream diversity all the time. But I don't they don't know what they truly mean. You know, when you look at what's going on no, culturally, they're, they're just spewing the same shit they're hearing from other sources mindlessly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I perfect hit. I mean, because you listen to some of these younger kids. I say kids. I hate when I do that because they're not kids. And you feel super old when. Yeah, you, I do feel like but you, when you feel like you're dead. Yeah. When you listen to some of these younger <laughs> generations talking they they're they're just regurgitating yeah. talking points. Yeah. Well, what about your own unique perspective and yeah. your own idea? How about you think for yourself? Right. When when I've talked to people, we we were lucky back then, and when we were younger, 
we had teachers, we had um, mothers and fathers of, of all of our groups, you know, parents that they were helpful in saying, you know, think for yourself, mm-hmm. do your own thing, find your own path, blah, blah, blah. Now it's, you know, no, you got to do it this way. And and it's like... Because oh. I've seen some curriculum and some uh, uh, videos of teachers spewing this stuff. And then you hear kids later on, you hear, I, I hear it at work all the time, is they're spewing the same shit that I see teachers and professors spewing and they're just regurgitating mm-hmm. what they heard because they said it, it has to be true because they're highly educated. Well, are they right? Uh, well, <laughs> or are you're, they just you're, really you're still your own person? You can right. still find your own path. You might take what they said and, and, and hold it, but then examine it and see if it fits your beliefs, your agenda. Right. And I think when, Whereas the teachers that were in the front of the classroom when we were kids, yes, they had a curriculum to teach, but they also brought a perspective to that curriculum. And I don't ever recall Sans one teacher, Mr. Lyra, um, who I keep putting him on blast. I don't think he's with us anymore. I don't so. think he is either. This is why it's easy to put him on blast. And, and it, it, you know, as I look back, but he was a dick. He was, <laughs> but I learned a ton. I did too. I learned a ton from him. He was a, he was our science teacher as well as he taught a couple other things. Too. It was mostly sciences, science, science, sciences. Yeah. Um, but, but I did, I learned a lot from him, but by and large, most of the teachers didn't, they, they encouraged critical thinking. Yeah. They encouraged um, uh, challenging your own views. Today, that's not a thing. No. Today, what... We were at that precipice of right before they really started teaching for the tests. They were just getting us ready for the the big tests Mm -hmm. every year. Um, We were at that time where it was certain grades. It was like fifth grade, seventh grade, 12th grade, 11th grade, whatever grades it was in high school. For those big tests, and those tests were only for state fu- state and federal funding, mm-hmm. uh, so they they only focused on teaching you those topics that needed yeah, to be focused right. on. Yeah. Well, the, we were at the time where it was spread out; it wasn't every year, right? Like it is now. So, education now is more of getting you ready for the test instead of getting you to think on your own and and mm-hmm. and learn something legitimate instead of. One of the one of the big fights that that's going on, and some would say politically and and whatever, but culturally is private schools versus public schools, and how those schools and are funded and homeschooling, and the fight at a lot of the legislative uh, state legislative houses is that many parents want the state the, the money that the state would fund. For their child, mm-hmm. they want to be able to take that, not the actual cash, but the 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 voucher, if you will, right. that says that cash goes to that school, and they'd take it to a school of their choosing, which often would be a private school or homeschooled, as you as you alluded to, and the fights over that are so huge, and if you just take it down to the basic level. To me, it, it, and this makes sense to me, but that's because I don't think in the terms that these folks do, 
it's no different than me buying Jif versus, say, Peter Pan okay. peanut butter. It's down to what your preference is. You're still getting peanut butter. Yeah. Now, people people say, well, it, at the at the public school level, we know what they're being taught. Well, yeah, that's a disingenuous thing because most states require for that private school to be yeah. f- uh, uh, licensed, they have to teach a basic core curriculum. Yes. So you already so that that argument you actually know you actually know better what your uh, child is being taught in private and charter schools than you do in public schools because they share their curriculums with you. Yeah, and so that argument's there. So what is the argument that there's a deeper argument that we may not know, and I know that there's some political ramifications to it, but just on the cultural level, we talked about at one time. You know, homeschool kids were always considered the weirdos. Yeah. When we were growing up. And one of our friends was homeschooled up until high school. Yeah. So yeah. It was his sisters. Yeah. And his brother. Yeah. And when they hit high school, <laughs> they were like on the Rumspringa, you know, yeah, for, for basically. The <laughs> and they wow. turned. <laughs> That's a good, I like that analogy. Yeah, because they went kind of cuckoo. Yeah. <laughs> and and, they and were, in all fairness, they needed to. They were bored. Yeah. Because well, they, they were, were way ahead, way of ahead of us, yeah. yeah, and and I wonder, so like when we talked about um, back in two thousand eighteen, I think or seventeen, there was approximately uh, I can't remember the exact number, but it's less than a million kids who were homeschooled. Yeah, it's it's insane now. And after twenty twenty, when your, your wife needs to clip her nails, yeah, she makes a lot of noise. She does. Damn, Olivia. Telling you, <laughs> clack, clack, clickety, clack. And then she yelled at us. Uh-uh. But anyway, I, I think that the number is now closer to seven million children are homeschooled, and that is because a lot of parents, while during the lockdowns, got to see they and actually hear. Yeah, because of the, the they're, they're seeing it on the Zoom. Yeah, because the schools. kids were were in remote learning. Yeah. And parents said, no, I, I don't agree because, and we're all guilty of this. We just, it's always been, so we don't question it. We don't look into it. We always knew that when we went to school, it was reading, writing, and arithmetic. Yeah. And so we just expect that that's the same. But, you know, I was guilty up until my kids were in middle school. I didn't pay much attention right. to their schooling stuff. And so, you know, I think that, that, how does this tie into what we opened with? I think that that critical thinking piece is what's vastly missing in society anymore. And you seem to be, I don't know, cast off a little bit. If you critically think, if you think for yourself, if you question things, right. Isn't that what life was about? Right. And I know in, in job wise, because I still use the critical thinking and I still do all this questioning and stuff that at times gets me in trouble because they're like, no, just do it this way. But what if we did it this way? I'm just saying it might be easier, you know, no, no, shut the hell up. (laughs) That's kind of what I get. I I see it all the time. When in my previous life, I used to be what they called a change manager, not money wise, but I would go in and implement changes Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, human nature is such that we hate change. 
yeah. We want things We've to be. We've always done it this way. Yeah. And so managing change is an incredibly difficult task. But part of managing change is gaining the buy-in from those that are affected by it. And the way I always thought was best to do that was to give them the opportunity to sound off, yeah. give some feedback, give your input. Right. But that takes so much critical thinking. Well, and that speaks to the arguing part. You know, you, as a change manager, I'm sure you had to hear oh. people angry with the changes that you were trying to implement. And oh, yeah. Hear them out, even though you, you know, you're that guy who is like, well, guys, come on, you know, <laughs> we're yeah. trying something different here, you know. And if it doesn't work, look, we're not committed. I mean, some things. Some things, you you know, you just, you get told what to do and that's it. Um, but when we don't think things through and start asking the questions, and I'm, I'm not getting into politics, but more of the cultural realm of things, of um, accountability. Right. When I went to, to, to college level courses, one of the classes that was mandatory towards that degree was critical thinking. And it wasn't just one semester. Right. It was like a... It was two or three yeah. eight-week courses. Um, and that's it doesn't exist today. But really? It, I've talked to somebody who just recently got their bachelor's. Uh, a buddy of mine got his, his uh, master's in history not too long ago and he's our age ish he's quite a bit younger but not too much when he first graduated high school and went to college for the short time he did he remembered taking it but when he went back because he didn't get his degree went back uh, about eight or ten years ago there was no critical thinking course wow um and so why why is that I mean, you know, and that's, I know that's a loaded question, but culturally as, as a society, we have, we have too easily, I think, let go of the ability to ask questions. Yeah. And we've been shut down a lot lately. And we've been programmed yeah. to some degree to not ask the questions. COVID was a great example of that in that trust the science. Yeah. Shut up. Just yeah. what we say. Trust the science. Well, when we came up, <laughs> science was asking questions. Yeah. Challenging your beliefs. Um, you know, you look at uh, the theory of relativity. It's called the theory of relativity because it's a theory. Now, a theory doesn't mean it's yeah. stone cold fact. Same with the theory of gravity. Right. You know, um, you know all of these things when, you know, we hear these things. Why don't we talk openly and ask the questions? It's an odd place for us to be as a society. And I think that's part of why we've gotten to this, you know, when we were growing up again, there wasn't all of these tiny little nitpicking separate separations. You know, we went to a high school that was lower class kids, mentally challenged kids, Rich kids, oh yeah, we were middle class diverse, kids. Yeah. You know, we were just a melting pot. Yeah, and it, it was actually really cool 
being in that situation. It, it was because how many parties he, did you go to at Rich Kids' house? All the time. Because they had the better houses. Well, they had the better booze, too. Um, I mean, not that they drank at those parties. No, no, never. The parents had cooler illegal. liquor cabinets is all. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, we, we, we got to blend into that, yeah. and we got to experience those things. But today, more and more— And I'm going to take that back. The rich parties were cool. They yeah, they were. booze, but the better parties— we're always the lower income people <laughs> houses or the field parties <laughs> or the field parties. The field yeah. parties were amazing. Um, you know, so when we, we, we try and, and, and when we talk about changing the culture <laughs> and being, you know, uh, culture warriors, if you will, we mean in the truest sense, sometimes changing the culture is just asking why. Right. Just ask why. I mean, I used to take my, my toys apart as a kid because I wanted to know what made them work. I did that. I don't know if you remember. I used to do that with my clock radios all yep. the time. I, I, I did uh, turn into a, a clock radio into a really powerful stereo system. <laughs> I turned a clock radio into the first taser that I was aware of. <laughs> first time you got shocked. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I did it with a toaster, too. Why, why is it that we almost, everybody I know is stuck in the knife into the toaster and gotten shocked. Almost everybody. Almost everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I made the mistake of had electric range mm -hmm. and uh, we had metal um, utensils at the time. Oh yeah. And I made the mistake of laying it on both oh. burners and then I went to grab. <laughs> oh man! Not only did you get burnt, you got the shock. <laughs> Of well, it life. wasn't on. Oh, it wasn't on. So you just got shot. I just got shot. Yeah, it sat me down. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know what y'all are. Y'all are smiling over there. Oh, there's a really fucked up picture that <laughs> she showed me. I want to see it. <laughs> you know you don't. I do. I want to see it. Karen is sitting over there, and she is doing the um, webmaster and what stuff. And I can't see your screen, but Bear can. I found an app you were asking about uploading uh, images. Oh, right. Photos. right. I found one that will cartoonize yourself. Oh, God. So, like caricature cartoon? Yes. Like Pixar. So poor Karen has... Pixar style. Oh, God. <laughs> poor Karen So she's got been... this one that... Uh, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty funny. <laughs> poor Karen's been busting her hump for the last week or so. So there's a picture of you. Oh, what's wrong with my eye? You were talking. Wow. <laughs> First, it sees me as a drunk. Second, how did it get that look? I know, you look like a red skeleton. <laughs> Is it because of the, the, the hoodie? I, I think so. You'll have to send those to me. Those are interesting. So poor Karen's been working diligently. She is our webmaster. She is she's kind of our all-hands person. And she didn't like the background colors and the color palette of the the template that she used to build our website yeah so she wanted to fix those yeah, and then I'll she let wanted, her answer this she wanted to <laughs> um she didn't like the stock photos that were that were kind of used on the on the website is that right uh that's part of it and it's not that i didn't like the colors i just we're using our logo on all of our social medias on every post right so and it gets kind of boring to add to that and mix it up and make some sure. other more interesting eye-catching stuff as well. So she's keeping got, our logo. She's gotten, yeah, yeah, we're not changing. Just some color schemes and, and having more variety of things instead of 
every social media post, you just get to see our logo. Yeah. Not that we don't like our logo, because we do. I've tried to mix it up a little bit. Right. And I don't, what I, you know, with my talents. She's she's (laughs) what we could call our creative artist. Yeah. So there's a picture of me. That one's pretty close-ish. It's interesting to see, but... She was showing me, well, she was showing us between recording uh, sessions the length that she had to go to. Yeah. Just to get, when you're using AI, you have to be pretty specific. Very. Um, when And she's creating images. So she used a description that was poorly written on my part, <laughs> as most of them are. <laughs> I don't put a lot of information in our episode descriptions. It's no. just some basic information to fill in some it, points. It's bullet points. Yeah, bullet points of what we do. Yeah. So she took one of the information or one of the, the episodes information. She plugged it into AI. She added some instructions. And then she uh, basically walked us through the next, what, six, seven hours yeah, of, what she, of what she had to do and the results that were populating. Some of the results were absolutely hilarious and some of them were just cringe. Yeah. Um, but AI, I, I remember just about a year ago, people were showing AI pictures and, you know, hands had seven fingers on them. Yeah. And if you tried to get a word that it wasn't able to even form a letter and, now AI pictures have gotten to the point they're so realistic it doesn't you you can almost not tell right um, and so she's she's been putting in a lot of work yeah. to try and make us look good because <laughs> that takes a lot of work it does that's why she's busting her ass and at some point we need to find an AI recording software <laughs> to make us sound gooder gooder <laughs> if that I know there's one that exists. One that I found that, that exists on, on the Podbean platform um, that we could test out will take out long pregnant pauses and, yeah. and ums and ands, and I'm afraid to use it um, just because I just ummed. <laughs> and it'd take an hour and 15 minute, you know, episode. Next thing it's like 28 <laughs> minutes, and you're like, well, shit. That basically, wasted our yeah, whole day. basically, it takes out all the BS, and if that's the case, we've oh, got a no. we've got our intro, and that's it. <laughs> intro, outro, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that's all you get. And even our outros are pretty rough sometimes. Yeah, um, that's the cool part about our show. I think, you know, we had this this idea when we first walked into this, and that obviously our idea has has evolved. Yes, it um, went a, a kind of a different way than what we originally planned on it right. doing, but. We are coming back to that. We are still trying to keep in line with, uh, you know, talking to regular, everyday, ordinary people-ish. Ish. Um, We have a a special guest lined up for next week that we're super excited about. Um, We might have multiple um, special guests next week. Um, We have one confirmed, and we're still waiting on uh, some details for the other, but... uh, you know, when we first started out, the the only thing that we've stuck to is how we do it. Yeah. Because how we do it, we believe, is the unique part of who we are as the unrefined. Absolutely. Is, is that we are 
unscripted. Yeah. Unashamed. Unapologetic, I think. I think that's Yeah, no, we are. And definitely. Because I I don't feel like I should have to carry around a bag of saris on the show. Right. Just just because I said something that may may have hurt your feelings. May may hurt your feelings a little bit. But I always try to look at things from a perspective if if my feelings get hurt or if I get what others would consider offended, to me, I just consider it uh, thoughtful. It makes you think of why or right. why, why am I offended? Why did that bother me? Yeah, and it makes me think because it cut a little too deep. You know, did, yeah. Was it close to home? Was yeah. it? Did it challenge my beliefs? Yep. It's okay to 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 have your beliefs challenged, and that's where we as a society have just fallen apart. What we've always preached: it's okay to be offended. Yeah. You know, because you got to figure out why you're offended. It's what you now, do with that. Being offended and us saying offensive things are, in my opinion, two different things. Oh, absolutely. You know, if we say something offensive, which we do, uh, we have occasionally, but it's still, is it offensive? You know, you or have is to it think just that through your perspective. Uh, yeah, exactly. You know, because for instance, we, we, you know, in, in the UK, the big C word is just another word, right? We people, can't say that here. Yeah, people call people the C word over there like it's you know. Yeah. Hey, bro. <laughs> sort up, of. <laughs> it, it's more of an a, a in a degrading way ish. Here it is like the straight up degrading. the grand booba <laughs> of the well, degrading words. That that word and the N word are yeah. forbidden. To me, know? the N word is the forbidden word. It, it should be. And if we all quit saying it, then it wouldn't be a problem. Weird, huh? The C word, however, I mean um, all, not just white people, right? No, everybody, <laughs> everybody. But then you'd have to figure out rap lyrics to totally different things. <laughs> that might be a problem too. I don't. Woohoo! <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I just I think like you were saying, if if it's okay to feel challenged, mm-hmm. it's okay to be uncomfortable. That's how we grow. That's how. Look, I didn't always like broccoli. <laughs> I know that's far different. A newer example is like my wife never liked Brussels sprouts. Mm. And still, I don't think she can eat them the way I can. Right. But she's come a long way. At least she, now she'll have them. <laughs> a cooked, a good, a well-cooked Brussels sprout yeah. is wonderful. Yeah, I agree. Uh, a poorly cooked Brussels sprout still all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. She doesn't feel that way. No. Um, I, I used to, you know, and I get that that's taste buds and that's growth and that's whatever, but it's similar in that Well, it, you yeah. have to continue to try. Look, I didn't always like salmon. Right. I'm, I'm still not a huge fan of it, but I can't eat it from one time to time. But if you alter the way that things are cooked in that instance or in the event of something offending you or challenging your beliefs alter the way you view it you may still not be totally cool with it right but you can find a way to live with it or you can see how other people like it correct or uh, you know on the alternative how others would not be okay with that like for instance the c word i i i respect that too many that it's a, it's a you know uh, horrible like that is the I could see how it could be a blasphemy yeah. of the English language. It doesn't stop me from using it from time to time, but I'm very careful, right? Um, very selective in in you know how I that use it. that word is reserved for those special 
assholes out there. <laughs> to me, it's more of a shock value. Well, yeah, um, there's that too, but but yeah, I it, do reserve it for those people that are really just pissed you, me off. Yeah, well, when when I get road rage, nobody <laughs> wants to be in the car with me because um, I will you road call, rage all the time. Oh, I do, even as a passenger. <laughs> I road rage. I road rage walk into the mailbox sometimes. Do you ever road rage? In the grocery store behind somebody else. <laughs> I, yeah, do. I, I do. I do. What, what are you doing? Get the fuck out of the way. Why are you so slow? <laughs> you're not even going to buy that brand. Get the brand you're going to get and move on. It, why, are, why are you parked in the middle of the freaking aisle? <laughs> why, do we, why do you have to read every word on the back of that box? We know what the ingredients are. Shit, yeah. shit, shit, and shit. Shit and shit. <laughs> There's some chemicals holding all that shit together. <laughs> Grab and go. Grab yeah. and go. Just get on, get on. I, uh, I just, I'm not a fan. Yeah, I, okay, I do. I'm with you. I didn't look at it as as cart rage, but yeah, it's definitely a thing. I always thought, you know, the way to make a grocery store just a little better is to Mario Kart that bitch. <laughs> throw a banana in front. Throw of bananas in front of people. Throw turtle shells when you need to. Get out of the way, for the love of God. You're fucking it up for the rest yeah. of. The- <laughs> During COVID, when they had all those arrows on the floor, yeah, where you had to go one way down the aisle, I would purposely go the opposite. Always, me too. Can't you read the arrow? Yes, I can, but I am, uh, I'm a rebel. <laughs> I wear that on my sleeve. <laughs> yeah, I got reported to management once or twice. What do they do? Nothing. Exactly. They come and say, "Sir, could you please follow?" No. Okay. Thank you. I I by I, I appeased you by wearing the freaking mask. To walk yeah, I'm not gonna go against the fuck you. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't wait to see what they do with disease. But you X. know how many people were sheep and they just followed whatever was put out there in front of them. Way too. How many, many. people would step on stay on those dots on the floor that were supposedly six feet six apart? Foot. Then they were not six foot apart. And we just recently heard from the guy who put all this shit together that. All of this was arbitrary. Yeah. All of it. Six Duh. foot, we just pulled out of our ass. We've been saying that. We were saying that at the beginning. Oh, this is just too arbitrary. Your rules are ridiculous. But then they wanted to ban all of us. Oh, yeah. Who stood up. But they realized quickly they couldn't ban that many people. Right. You know, and that's that's where we need to be as a society. And not just politically stuff. No. Just, you know, day-to-day life, you know, listen, I don't concur with your analysis of whatever. Right. That doesn't mean I hate you. Right. It doesn't mean you're a bad person or I'm a bad person. I just don't agree. That goes to the unrefined amendment. We (laughs) have decided that one of our first shirts is going to be the unrefined guy's amendment. It's very simple. You know, you look at all the other laws and you look at amendments that are added to constitutions and, and whatever, and they always uh, just think long this, and drawn out. Yeah, this one's simple. This one's cut and dry. You could memorize this right now. The unrefined guy's amendment, colon, don't be a dickhead. <laughs> I love it. That's it. I don't be a dickhead. I'll buy that shirt so many times. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> don't be a dickhead. That is the unrefined guys. And we're going to have it all in red, white, and blue. Uh, (laughs) I'm telling you, 
All we need is, you know, money. That helps. <laughs> we have all these great merch ideas. We just don't have the ability to make merch. No. So we need some help there. Here we go. If you know anybody. <laughs> and unfortunately, making merch and putting on a podcast, it costs a little money. And we are supported by viewers like you. Listeners. <laughs> listeners or, like or, you. Well, Eventually it'll be viewers. Eventually too. it'll be viewers. Um, we need your help. We're out here every every day. Please, sir. I have another. <laughs> we're we're just, you know, trying to fight the culture, be the good culture warriors, provide information for y'all that, that, you know, maybe you didn't have or give you a different perspective of thought. Yep. And we need more help. Uh, we have lots of plans for our future. We have lots of plans for your listening enjoyment and your viewing enjoyment. We can't do it without you. So head over to patreon.podbean.com forward slash unrestrained. Become a member if for no other reason than to hear what stupid shit we might say or do next. Yep. We That's that. how we, we do, do that all the time. And we are hopeful. We have big plans for the year, but we can't do these plans without your help. And, uh, we, you know, we need you to become a member, an official tugger, um, by going to patron.podbean.com forward slash unrestrained. We need you to share this show with as many people who won't, try and get you committed as possible. <laughs> we need you to like the show on your favorite listening platform. We need you to, to leave a review. We need you to send us email. Interact with us. I believe the sharing thing is pretty simple. You, oh, it is. You're talking to somebody, and you, you, you feel them out for how what kind of person mm -hmm. they are. And you know what? Hey, do you listen to podcasts? Yeah, dude, you got to check this out. Check these two it's idiots a, out. It's that simple. Check these these clowns are, <laughs> you know, they, they talk a lot of shit, but they, they get down to business. Yeah. They, they make you think. Yeah, just share it. Or when you're listening on that platform, every one of them has it, a share button. Yep. Just hit share. Share it to your, uh, your social medias. Unless, of course, you're, you know, signed into the church account. Yeah, you might not want to do it. Don't anymore. share this to your church friends, at least not openly. <laughs> but you can DM them. I know you guys are sending those shitty memes to each other. Yeah. I know you are. Share the show. That's Just all like we're that. asking. Yeah. That's all. That's it. That one was pretty quick. Yeah, it was pretty yeah. good. What else you got? See, we talked about weird shit. We talked about fighting. Oh, we can go back to the arguing. We uh, should uh, go back to the arguing. The arguing, it, it, it's because everything kind of wrapped it up real quick, is... Um, like you were saying, the argument, being able to end the argument is being able to understand what the other person is saying, even though sometimes it seems idiotic. Right. You know, we've been there where it's like, what? Mm -hmm. you, you know, that's not the definition. Of right. <laughs> of that's not the definition of one fail swoop. <laughs> I, I think back. I've been in a similar situation. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Oh, oh, you know what I meant. Uh, yeah. Well, it wasn't that. <laughs> I, I think back to um, the fights that we've had. And we haven't had a ton, but, man, we've had some doozies. And if I go back to the root cause of all of them, man, they were stupid. No, most of them, yeah. They were dumb. I agree. Same here. I mean, most of our fights are stupid shit. Yeah. You know, when it comes when you break it down. And then we do have the, the, the normal marriage arguments. Sure. Disagreements. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think you 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 were alluding to something just a second ago. The toughest part in my household, anyway, of a fight 
is the ending of it. Yeah, I can see that with you guys. It's pretty easy between us two. One of us will eventually say, you know what? My bad. I, my Mo- wife, mostly my, me. My wife's pretty, <laughs> my wife's pretty stubborn. Um, she's not one. And, and here's the weird part about her. If you're mm-hmm. not married to her, <laughs> she avoids conflict. Yeah. Um, not, not, I don't want to be like, she's a coward. She's definitely not that, but she just tries to, you know, keep things on an even keel except with me. And so, you know, she will challenge me and I will challenge her back. But ending a fight is difficult because I think both of us have this similar ego, pride, whatever it is. Right. That I'll sit and say, hey, look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I made you feel this way. I'm sorry that I hurt your feelings or whatever it was. Right. Um, You know, and I don't add those caveats just because I know that's just setting it up for the next argument. I'm sorry this, uh, I'm sorry I did this, but, I, you know, it's just, hey, look, I'm sorry I pissed you off. I'm sorry, you know, I did this, that, or the other. Um, but it's the getting back to quote-unquote normal. Like, I hear about people all the time saying, oh, we love to fight just so we can have makeup sex. Mm. I can't. Yeah, you know, I, I, you know what? Wrap I have done my that. head around that. I've done that a few times, just argued, just to have the, yeah. I just, I, it's weird. I'm not saying it with this wife. Sure. <laughs> well, like, you know. It, yeah, I have. <laughs> I just don't, I don't, I can't go from being pissed off and knowing that I was right to being that vulnerable. Sex is a vulnerable place to be. Okay. Most of the time. For, for some people, it, it, well, yeah. no, it is because it's it's very, I, I it's very intimate. No. It's very it's very personal. It's very connected. And for me to connect with somebody when I know they think I'm wrong, or they, or I think they're wrong, or whatever the case is, it's difficult. Okay, not impossible. But when the fights are finally resolved, what happens? Oh, it takes a while. It, it, it takes a while, and not just the sex piece, but the, okay, so. I understand you're saying that the fights take for the, a while the, to the, get over. The fight's resolved, but then it's not back to. Hey, you want to? Yeah, and it's, it's not, not no, that. No, I'm not saying and it's it's right certainly away, not, um, we're going back and just pretending that didn't happen. No, I understand. It's, it's a very ginger buildup of getting back to quote unquote normal. Right. You know, whereas you, on a regular night, no fights involved, you walk in the house, you sit on the couch, you talk about your day, um, you know, you cuddle, snuggle, whatever it is. Whereas after that fight and when it's finally resolved, it's this it's it's almost like a testing the waters again, you know, because for for seven weeks, the waters were fine. They were right. They were comfortable. They were all that. But. They've well, they've gotten real fucking cold and there's still okay. ice floating on the top. Hear me out for a second. But after all that is worked out, the next time you actually have intimacy, mm-hmm. it is almost like being back when you were dating or when you first got together because of all the feelings have been fixed. You know, we, we're getting better. We're we're back to where we were. And yeah. that first time after the argument that you have sex is a lot like when you were first getting together. I think there's some similarities to it. Yeah. Yeah. 
But it, it, you're, you're. I don't want to fight just to get that. <laughs> Fair enough, but yeah, I'm just. There has been times I've done that just. I've to I've, get to that point because I've know. heard people say I'm gonna go home and fight with a wife just so we can make up. What? Why don't you just go make up? <laughs> just walk in the house and say, "Hey, let's do it." Like you were mad at me. <laughs> I mean, it's why go through all that. I would love for my wife to say that. <laughs> I have, I have told my. I wife. I don't have a problem. Grudge continue. Right. So. <laughs> I have. I can't believe you just censored yourself. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. It in is my funny. Head. It's hilarious. But <laughs> in my it, head, it was would have been hilarious if you'd have just said grudge fucking it. Um, I have told my. I'm wife, gonna take a poll. Which one was funnier, Tommy saying grudge fucking or me censoring myself when I said it? I just think I've known you for so long to hear you censor yourself is not normal for me to hear you do. I do it all the time. Mm, no, on the no, show, you do. Yeah, yeah, you do on the show, which and, is still and I do weird. It, I do it off. Because I'm doing my job. We have an explicit warning right on the bottom <laughs> of the know. show. And, and I let loose every once in a while. You do. You do. <laughs> you are far more reserved. Not reserved. That's not the right word. Far more um, professional than I am. Uh, no, I'm not professional. Maybe, maybe that's the wrong word, too. I, there's, there's a word for it that you're, you're more conscious Yes, I am more conscious of trying to hold back on it. Like, when we finally do get to video, I know that we're going to have to dial certain things back. And that would be one of them. And for sure. Um, You know, I mean, we can still use that language. The problem that I have with being on YouTube or Rumble or whatever video platform is that I have to be aware that children are being babysat by these iPads and these tablets and these computers and that they will likely come across our show and that there is a potential that they might watch it. And I I don't want to be the reason they learn a new word or, you know, whatever the case might be. That's fun sometimes. It is, especially when it's dickhead or something like that. Yeah, don't be a dickhead. Don't be a dickhead. That would be great to see somebody's video of their kid going to their dad. Hey, Dad, the unrefined guy said, don't be a dickhead. Oh, no, just, just dad's being kind of a jerk. Mm-hmm. And then, then this is like, just picture this, a little, like, four-year-old, five-year-old. Oh, my God. That would be beautiful. <laughs> Dad, don't be a dickhead. <laughs> Even if it's set up, if it's set up properly, yeah. we want to see those videos. <laughs> Please send us pictures of your children and videos of your children using the unrefined guy's taglines. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> I'll bet. I'll bet you DSS would be knocking on our door. Well, I mean, come on. They're not our kids. Well, they're not our kids, and and we're teaching them a valuable lesson to tell people don't be a dickhead. Don't be a dickhead. <laughs> it's that simple. I remember you back, don't have to be a dude to be a dickhead, right? right? <laughs> back in the early '90s, when I was doing radio in Northern New York, it was right around the same time Forrest Gump was really popular. And you remember that yellow smiley face? Yeah. Forrest Gump wiped the shirt off and there was a bullet hole. And that was all coming back, like happy, smiley, whatever. All that was making its comeback. Nirvana used it. Mm. And, you know, Bobby McFerrin, I think, was just a little later on. Maybe it was. No, it was before that, wasn't he? And I remember. Yeah, I remember saying this was back when, you know, in traditional radio was still very. Yeah guarded and i remember talking about this with my co-host linda don't know why i remember that so well 
I listen, remember, Linda. Listen, li- yeah, that, that wasn't a thing. <laughs> but I remember talking about it and saying, well, I guess Mr. Rod, you know, nice is in. Nice is cool again. And we were going on and on. I said, well, I guess Mr. Rogers is going to finally get laid. Yeah. Holy shit. Did you get fined? Um, yeah, and I got, you know, a lot of trouble and, you know. it. But you didn't get fined. But... Well, no, the station did. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's, a, that's the thing with a lot of these um, shock jocks. I could name a couple, but you know who I'm talking mm-hmm. about. They brag about their fines to a point that it's kind of annoying. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. There's two of them. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, shut up. You know, you didn't pay it. Right. If it was actually out of your pocket, then you could brag, in my opinion. Agreed, because <laughs> you, you took a stand. Yeah. But you had this rich company who backed you. Yeah. And they knew that that was a possibility. Yeah. Um, I, I, to be honest, I don't know if it may come out of their paycheck later on, the fine. Depends on their contract. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and this was back... Howard Stern was just coming on into him himself. Yeah. When um, he was actually starting to get big. Yeah. yeah. And he was still on, on terrestrial radio, I guess, you know, traditional Legacy media. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was back when I admired what he was accomplishing. Um, he was, he, he was a spokesperson for free speech. He was. And he, he he's completely forgotten about that. Uh, he's gone the other way. He forgot where he came. He from. actually he said that. People like Joe Rogan need to be taken off the air for what they're saying. That's funny because uh, if that's the case, then he should have never made it to the air. Right. He should have never made it to the air. But, you know, when you make as much money as Howard Stern has amassed. Well, yeah, being a billionaire and all. Yeah, um, he's just been bought and paid for. Well, yeah, because now he's just spewing the rhetoric that Mm -hmm. everywhere else is. Um, But the fact that he would say something like that going through the career that he went through, doing all the fighting that he had to do and basically say, you know, shut him up. Yeah. Let, let, I'm the only one who can be allowed to do this. Everybody else needs well, to be he is, quiet. He's and, a huge egomaniac. So, oh. yeah. <laughs> and you know, what's funny is if you go back and well, I don't remember the name of the movie that they made of his private parts, private parts. If you go back and watch that, he came through a lot. He did. He, he got, busted his ass. <laughs> he busted his balls to become what he, he did. And now what he's telling you is, it's only good for me. Yeah. It's, it's, and because I've already done it, nobody else is entitled same, to do it. Same, we're getting into politics, but this is the same thing that the Democratic Party is doing. You know, we can do it. But fuck, you better not. It's it's the politicians in general. <laughs> well, no, yeah, I true. agree with you 100%. We're going to do it. For instance, we're going to take all of your money from you and not give you any say. And if you bitch because we're sending that money to other com- countries and not helping our country, oh. you just shut up. I'm going to save that for the Friday show. Because I, I, I oh, watched yeah. this one person actually break down the numbers. Oh, we'll have to go over that. Yeah. We'll definitely have to go over that. It sucks. Because I want to talk football. Well, okay. And it's the midweek tug, and so we, should be, over, yeah. we should be talking about who won the Super Bowl. Um, and the only way it's going to be San Francisco. Could, the, I hope you're right. The only way we can do it, the way we could do it meaningfully <laughs> is we could record two episodes of everything. I don't want to do that. No, yeah, that's that, too much work. Way too much work. <laughs> and then talk about all the wonderful plays and just be very generic about it. <laughs> did um, you see that run that Christian yeah, McCaffrey did? <laughs> I'm not. I don't dislike the San Fran or the San Francisco. I don't dislike the Kansas City Chiefs. Right. 
I don't dislike San Francisco. They're just not, uh, you know, whatever. I'm tired of seeing Kansas City that's where similar at. to the way I was with the Patriots. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I don't discount the athletic abilities that are, that existed yeah. and, you know, the talent and all of that. It's great. I'm just tired of seeing Kansas City. Yeah, I'm tired of it, too. You uh, know? We need Taylor Swift to go away. Please. <laughs> Please. She sold one of her jets. Yeah. Because wow. one one of her right one, well, one of them she has shed two, and, dude. That's um, still sick. <laughs> it is. Here's the thing that irritates me about that is that she caved to the mob. The people were bitching. Oh, your carbon footprint, your carbon footprint. Because not only look, she can only be in one of those planes at a time, right? But she would. I, I guess if I understand correctly, she would rent it out. Yeah, that's what I Makes heard. sense to make money on an investment that's that big. It's kind of a plan I have. Right? <laughs> we're going to get a plane, and when we need it, we'll have it. And if we are not using it, we're going to rent that bitch out because somebody else needs to pay the mortgage on that bad boy. Right. They're um, not cheap to keep. But she decided that she was going to listen to the mob, and they bitched and screamed and hollered because she was jet-setting all around the world, and she had two of these jets, and it was taking up all this, so she sold one of them. She sold the bigger of the, the two. I guess she had... I don't know the difference, but she had she had two. She sold one of them last week. Wow. Stupid. Stupid. Well, you go back... You go to uh, Graceland. Back in the day, Elvis had two or three himself. Right. right. His were... He had an actual tiny private jet. Yeah. And then he had a, a, a seven something, seven thirty seven, seven twenty seven, something, something yeah. like that. It was a bigger, but not. It was not a commercial. It was yeah. a commercial airplane, but it wasn't the huge seven forty sevens, or it was like a DC ten or yeah, something. One of them are one of them still in Graceland. The, all three of them are there. Oh, are they all there? Yeah. I thought it was just the one. Um, if you go to across the street from Graceland, they have a whole museum where they show. I did all, see that. Yeah, where they have all of his cars and his his planes and and motorcycles and shit that he had. That's a guy. So I mean, it's not unheard of for right. for rock stars or, or, or music stars to have multiple jets. It's just very flashy. It is, you know. Grant Cardone runs um, a, a big commercial development uh, real estate stuff. He's a very rich guy. He brags about, you know, his his. Uh, I don't have a problem with rich people bragging. I don't either. You worked hard, do your thing. As long as the money doesn't control you and you're not worshiping the money. But, you know, Grant Cardone uses purchases as tax benefits as to every other investor and rich person. Yeah. Trump, politicians, yeah. etc. They use the loopholes for themselves. They use the loopholes. I don't fault them for that. But all these politicians use it against people, and they're the very motherfuckers that have the ability to fix it. Yep. They choose not to because then they don't have anything to bitch about. I always said if if I hit, fell into some huge amounts of money. We get a huge contract. Yeah, or whatever. I'm not going to change a whole lot of what I do or who I am. You might see some signs that I came into some money, <laughs> but I'm not going to be, you know, no, Mr. Priss. We're not going to be bragging about it either too much. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be a little bit of I think in the beginning, flexing, you know, you know? flexing is a great term. I like that one. Yeah, because, look, I, I'm probably still going to buy the same jeans. 
Yeah. Probably still going to buy the same shoes. Yeah. I just don't. I'm not going to buy a huge flipping house. No. It'll be nice. It'll be what the wife wants. Well, at the, at our age, we don't want something I that don't, I don't want to have to take care of all that shit. Right. You know? <laughs> exactly. I, I might I get a say. big plot of land and put a modular. And put a modular <laughs> and buy a riding lawnmower. Hell yeah! But I just get a side by side. Yeah, I don't you <laughs> just know, to get I, to the mailbox. Yeah, <laughs> when I was when I was younger, sure, I want all the money because I want to do all these things. But as we as we get older. I just want to be able to live comfortably and not have to worry about next month's bills or about going to the grocery store. That that would filling that, up the gas. That is the ultimate right there. It's just not having to worry. Mm-hmm. Not having to bust my ass every week just right. to, just to Now, if we were to hit a huge contract, not Joe Rogan, but close to that, yeah, that there would be contract. some mon- or uh, materialistic things that we would get. Oh, I'm sure of it. I, I know we would do that to ourselves for mm-hmm. ourselves because we earned it, in my opinion. But we wouldn't go stupid crazy with it. I don't think. I honestly don't think we would do that. I don't. I, I think you're right. You know, I think when you look at like one of the big stories of the previous week was Taylor Swift has a concert in Japan in Tokyo, I believe. Yeah. The next the day. night before oh the night before the Super Bowl the big game and there is concern that she might not be she she'll be cutting it close to getting to the to getting to the Super she's Bowl Taylor freaking Swift she's gonna be able to walk in at any time she wants sixteen time zones I think is what I saw it's something like that the difference yeah. it's basically a day ahead yeah she landed in Las Vegas on Saturday night yeah shut up people I'm like. <laughs> Get get the fuck out of here. Why? This is the part of the media part. They they just, they make, they grandiose eyes. Is that a thing? Grandiose eyes? The, yeah. They, they make mountains out of molehills. Okay. They're not plastic surgeons, but they do it all the time. But, but why? A, I'm not a Taylor Swift music fan. Yeah. She has. Respect. I have but, tons of respect for her. But. She is good at what she does. Yeah. She's got an amazing voice. She has a great talent for writing songs. Horrible choice in men. Yeah. And without that horrible choice in men, wouldn't have quite the music collection That's she true. does. But I'm sure she'd have other ways of filling that in. Just not my style. I don't I don't dislike the lady. She definitely knows where her, her bread is buttered. And she has way. yeah, and she's got great business acumen. Yeah. Great. Why is it that I have to watch a football game and every several minutes I have to see a glimpse of her? Should pull up the uh, the DraftKings or whatever, the sports betting. Yeah, apparently there's a, a, a over under how many times they're going to show her on TV. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, there's uh, there's bets now that, you know, obviously this is on Wednesday, so we already know that it didn't happen. But there's, you know, if Travis Kelsey, if if the Chiefs win, he's going to propose. They, no, if they not. don't win, he's going to do. Uh, look, I don't think the guy's going to propose to her. No, he's a win or lose. He's a hound. Well, not just a hound. I mean, look, let's face it. it he's still super young, and his entire adult life has been dedicated to the NFL. Yeah. He's had other girlfriends. Oh yeah. None of them is high class or high. Uh, He's had some really hot. Oh, I'm sure of it. 
some models and some other singers and other um, celebrities. They just haven't made this big of a deal because Taylor Swift is who Taylor Swift exactly. is. Exactly. Well, you know. she, she's, what's funny is, is the media in a, in a lot of places make her out to be the pure girl. She's a she's a normal everyday woman. Yeah, well, the fact that they're trying to make her out to be this pure princess, it's it, it's like, come on, give me a break. She probably gets a vein, <laughs> uh, gets a vein bulging out of her head when she squeezes the poop. You know, I mean, she probably still farts and giggles about it. I hope so. Her feet probably stink from time to time. I, I mean, she's not perfect. She right. is a human being. Well, just the, the the thought of her being unsullied. I don't know how else to put it. Is kind of what they're trying to push out there. Um, I don't buy it. She has had a <laughs> she, lot of high-profile boyfriends. Yeah. <laughs> Unsullied? Mm. <laughs> Doubtful. That's what I'm saying. I'm sure she's been plugged a couple different right. ways. Well, and I, I'm sorry, but I don't think Travis would be with her this long. Well, I think they've been together, what, six, seven, seven months, months? Something like that. Give me a break. I mean, let, let them be a couple in peace, though... It is their fault. They've publicized this thing quite a bit, and I don't think it's been on accident. No, it's it's all put together by Pfizer. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wait till it falls apart by <laughs> Pfizer. I mean, I think that's where her one of the first places they met was when a Pfizer ad or something. Yeah. Wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise me at all. I don't know. I just think that. We focus on the dumbest shit of society. We do. Um, Who gives know, a shit if Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are a couple? Who really cares? Who cares what anybody does in the privacy of their own lives? Yeah, exactly. Let them be. I don't get it. I don't understand. She's not going to affect the football game. This is, yeah, I don't know, yeah. She's not going to have any outcome on that. This is the piece of the puzzle that... I'll do me. You do you. I assure you that if Bear and I ever made it to where we were even 20% of what Joe Rogan is, it's not going to our heads. No. First and foremost, my head's big enough. Well, our wives won't let us. My wives won't let us. My <laughs> parents would probably kick both of our asses. Probably. Um, I just want to go to the grocery store from time to time and buy my, my food. Go to the gas station. Maybe go on a vacation or two once in a while. Once in a while. But I just want to live. At least once a year. Just want to be uh, maybe three or four times. Okay. If yeah. we had the ability to. Why not? Fair enough. That's a hell of a messy tug. <laughs> it's almost like a wet dream you didn't wake up for. All right. Those are sticky. They're boring, too. Like you didn't get any of the effect, no. but you had all the cleanup. Yeah. That's never a good None thing. of the joy. No. I don't know how that's possible. How do you have a wet dream and not wake up from it? You it wake happened. up from all of yours? When I was younger, yeah. I still do. Nowadays, I sleep right through it. Oh, I, that's the first time I, just this last week, woke up and yeah. I missed it all. Yeah. The whole thing. Yeah. It's a drag. Yeah. We'll talk about the darndest shit. I'm Tommy. I'm Bear. Have the great rest of your week. <laughs>